The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Some 15% of the Irish population at any given time is suffering from hearing loss. Many of them won't even realise it. Yep. So hearing loss, and it's uh, great to be on the show. Thank you, Pat, today, because we want to really try and, I guess, encourage people don't put up with it. Because the problem with hearing loss all around the world, people tend to let it get worse. Then they come into us. And what we want to encourage people to do is, you know, treat hearing loss as part of a general health check, a wellness check. And, you know, there's an old saying, test your ears at 50 years. So really from age 50, the best advice I can give anybody is come and get your hearing tested. Get a, get a hearing test, bring it back to your GP, put it on your file and then come in for regular testing afterwards. It's okay. the only way. Now, uh, the causes, obviously yep. you can have damaged hearing. Yeah. I mean, we heard the famous army band cases and yep. so on, yep. uh, the trombone being too loud <laughs> over your shoulder, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, or on the driving at uh, the shooting range. Um, there can be age-related. Yep. Uh, is it inevitable that people lo- lose hearing? And finally, uh, then there, there can be uh, a hearing loss that is due to maybe illness. Yeah, so the most common, I guess, hearing loss we would treat uh, would be age-related, presbycusis or just a natural wearing out. And I know people hate hearing that, that word, wearing out, but really uh, high-frequency hearing loss. So the issue with hearing loss, it's not deafness. Like, you know, I'm wearing glasses now to read fine print. So I accept that I can't see fine print anymore. I don't blame the fine print for getting smaller. But people with hearing loss tend to feel that their partners, spouses, loved ones, family members, the people they're, I guess, speaking to more often are mumbling, starting to mumble, maybe starting to, they feel they're speaking too low, they're speaking too fast. And I always say to patients when I meet them, well, you know, when you met your wife, she didn't mumble. When you met your wife, you could hear her when you were out socially. So what's changed is... There can be some family history in relation to it, but really a natural wearing out process. If you worked in loud noises in the past, that may affect your hearing as well. What are the frequencies that are most important for hearing conversation? If you're in a restaurant, for example, and there's a lot of background noise. Great question. So the most common hearing loss that we treat or see would be high frequency hearing loss. So the higher tones, the higher pitches. And that means that when you're in a busy, noisy social environment, Uh, It seems like you're hearing the crowd around you louder than you're hearing the voice of the person in front of you. So the problem with that is, is, um, you know, the noise level of five people, 10 people, 20 people in a restaurant, especially as the night goes on and more wine and drink gets involved, the noise level of the crowd is getting louder. And it's louder than the voice of the one person you're trying to hear. So the way our brain hears, our brain hears everything around us. I'm talking to you now, we're in a quiet studio, we can see each other, I can see your lips. Mm -hmm. In a busy, noisy restaurant, it's not possible to tunnel through that noise, just hear your voice and not the noise. Because we we are always lip reading, even though we're not trained to lip read, we we are lip reading. One thing that COVID taught us was that, Pat. You know, you had your 20-year-olds working in coffee shops who couldn't hear what people were saying because of the masks and also because of the noise of the coffee machine. But we we see things. So high frequency hearing loss means you don't hear softer consonants within the words. 
So a person with high frequency hearing loss can mishear a word in a sentence. If you mishear one word in the sentence, what happens? Well, if you miss not (laughs) in a sentence, it's completely the opposite of what you... But that's the problem. The person with the hearing loss then is trying to fill gaps, make sense of what doesn't sound right. And what do we do? What does the radio do? What does the television do? It continues on. All right. um, Now, some of the questions that are coming in. uh, I'm 65. I've just contracted a constant buzzing in my left ear. My hearing has begun to deteriorate over the last year. Now, much worse. What is causing the buzzing uh, or is it vice versa? Would a hearing aid help me with the buzzing issue? So tinnitus or tinnitus can be a ringing, buzzing or hissing sound. It's, it's, it's a ghost sound. It's not out in the environment. It's, it's in, within your head. And it can be uh, very, very frustrating for some people. I tend to get it from time to time, but mine comes and goes. So if you are 65 and you haven't had a hearing loss listener, first thing I'd suggest is go get a hearing test. 80 odd percent of patients who have high frequency hearing loss can have tinnitus. So it's no coincidence. But unfortunately, there's no cure for tinnitus. Wearing hearing aids, if you have a hearing loss and particularly a high frequency hearing loss, because the the technology we have available now today, we're very finely tuning into the frequencies you need help with, not the ones you don't. Mm -hmm. That's what the old hearing aids did. They made everything. everything. Everything went up. Where do they end up? In the drawer. And we still hear about this. So I have multiple patients who have um, tinnitus and when they wear their hearing aids, they don't notice their tinnitus as much. Okay. And this one here, I have uh, 30 to 59% loss of hearing in the right ear for five years. When I pop my ear, when I can, I get an immediate boost. Yeah. Now I believe you can buy what's called an inner tube equaliser, but no chemist seems to know what I'm looking for. That's from Paddy Androhada. So Paddy, be careful, you know, uh, so it sounds like you station tube malfunction. It's very common. You know, when you're flying past, you're, you're, yeah. when you're going up or coming down so fast. So the, the purpose of the eustachian tube is to equalize pressure on each side of your eardrum. So when you pop your ears, it manually allows air in and out. So it's very common, especially this time of the year. In fact, my wife at home at the moment uh, has an ear infection. So it's very common with sinus issues, nasal issues that your eustachian tube can block up, causing that. Go to your doctor, go to the chemist first, maybe, you know, nasal sprays, saline wash solutions, decongestions, try that first. First. If that doesn't work, always go and speak to your doctor. Uh, This one, my darling wife in her late 40s has hearing problems, but is in complete denial. Where do we start? Is there a risk in her not getting her hearing checked? In other words, is it going to get worse because it hasn't been addressed or will she just go more and more hard of hearing and be less communicative. It won't get better. So one of the things I always try to encourage patients is, look, you have to want to change. You know, the, 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 go get your hearing tested, obviously, first, because that's going to give you the evidence of where your hearing uh, loss is at. But there seems to be an unwillingness and, a, um, as you said, a, a denial If you're not hearing as distinctly or as clearly as you used to, if you find you're turning the television up a little bit, if you find you're asking people to repeat what they say a bit more, remember you didn't used to do that. Yeah. And it's not going to get better. In fact, early intervention is the best advice. By the way, have you noticed that some programmes, like I watched one uh, last evening uh, on, I think it was Sky Witness, and the sound was 
uh, appalling, then turned over to ITV, my I'm a celebrity and the sound is perfect. Yeah, so it's a funny thing. When you're watching, let's say, the news, okay, you have yeah. a big, huge picture of the face, all the visual cues you could possibly want, and there's no background noise. But if you're watching a documentary, a film, a sports, there's background noise. Background noise is low frequency heavy. Mm. Think of a foghorn. Yeah. Foghorn is a low frequency sound. Why travels great distance? Think of a flute, high pitch. You're not hearing those higher tones. No, as I well. just think it's bad quality sound because you know the commentary on the match, no problem. If I'm have, just wondering, yeah. is there a standard that the TV companies have to have? No, not for that intelligibility. I'm aware of, but I do know that the newer televisions probably have better sound systems now than ever before, and yet people tend to mm. think they heard better twenty years ago with the older television. <laughs> where is its age? Where is its involved? age? Now, the, the, just one thing to suggest though is, uh, so the televisions are set up for bass. You know, they want you to feel the the action. Uh, you can go into your sound, go into your menu, go into sound. You can pick speech. In most new televisions now, you can pick speech. And what that does is it tends to lower the low frequencies and higher the high frequencies. Mm. Uh, this comment, my dear departed father used to go through phases when he pretended to be deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an old one as well. Uh, yeah, and that probably is a useful strategy when well, certain things are going on should, in that. Maybe house. you should have asked your, your, your previous uh, guest here about that <laughs> in relation to marriages and um, relationships. This one about many years disease. How often should I have a hearing test? Does each attack of many years disease reduce hearing? So many years disease would be a medical uh, condition and you're best off speaking to your medical professional about that. Mm. Uh, Another one which is medical as well. Uh, I have tinnitus since starting a nerve pain tablet. At times, particularly on waking, the tinnitus is very loud. Uh, is there any way I can address this? People tend to notice tinnitus more in quiet. So the enemy of tinnitus is quietness and stress. When you're in a quiet environment, there's no other sounds for you to hear and your brain has no other sounds to process. So if you wake up in the middle of the night or you're having difficulty sleeping, put on some relaxation type music, not words, spoken words, you know, maybe like spa type uh, yoga type music. Just give your brain another sound to process while you're trying to sleep. I get a whoosh heartbeat type sound in my ear, particularly if stressed or at bedtime. Had a hearing test, no issues raised. Any idea what it might be? So um, if you're hearing a whoosh, it could be pulsatile tinnitus. Pulsatile tinnitus is basically you're hearing your heartbeat. There's major arteries and veins obviously mm. going up and down between your brain and your body. Anything like that uh uh, always, you know, chemist first, nasal sprays, saline wash solutions, decongestions, try and open up your, your station tubes. If that doesn't work for a week, always go speak to your doctor. Uh, another one, high-pitched tone from time to time. I hear, what might that be? Could be tinnitus. So tinnitus can be a ringing, a buzzing, a hissing sound. If you're hearing a sound from time to time, obviously it's not there all the time. So again, go get your hearing tested, see how your high-frequency hearing is. Uh, the danger of not hearing properly, I mean, we've heard of links with dementia, which is mm -hmm. not necessarily so. But if people are not social because they can't hear, obviously, social interaction is a very good way of combating yep. dementia. So, again, we're going back to what we were speaking about earlier, the background noise situations. If you're in a social environment and you have hearing loss, you're not going to be as involved as you might like to be. And the problem with that is if you let it get worse and continue, you start to not go to um, gatherings and, and things that you enjoy. There is very recent significant medical studies suggesting 
a link between hearing loss and dementia loss or, or dementia, sorry, because um, there's 12 modifiable risk factors, one of those being hearing loss. And that's the business. And I guess the what we're trying to promote today is go get your hearing tested. Go get your hearing tested. Look, Enda, thank you very much for joining us. Enda Dooley, Hidden Hearing Audiologist. And that's all we've time for. A reminder that our items are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app, part by Golad. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On Newstalk.